People can take everything away from you, but they can never take away your truth. But the question is, can you handle mine? Being a celebrity is exhausting sometimes. that I may be the voice of my generation. I say important you say too much boring Welcome to a brand new episode of We Might Be Overthinking This, but the podcast where we dissect this week's headlines and give you our in-depth and our unsolicited opinions. I'm Dara Rahim. And I'm Malia Rahim. Welcome back. New welcome, episode. welcome. Oh, I'm gonna lot's gone down. We have a lot to get into. Um, we want we in an old episode, I think, talked about Scarlett Johansson suing. We did. Why did we talk about it? I think we just uh, we thought it was we interesting. thought it was interesting. Clearly, yeah. The only uh, credentials for us talking about something is well, what do you think it's interesting? Uh, Ali, I found this page six article. It could be interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much pod question mark pod added to the doc. Well, Scarlett Johansson has started a trend. Yeah. Clearly, uh, suing uh, the people who release your films is good business. It's, uh, I think it's like the ultimate power move. Like, it is. That's badass. It is. So last summer, Scarlett Johansson sued Disney because they released Black Widow simultaneously with the theater release of Black uh-uh. Widow. And like no one went to theaters to see it. No. And no everyone's watching on Disney Plus. Yep. So she sued Disney and was like, you're fucking up my money, fucking up my box office draw, which is like my livelihood, my lifeline. Uh, You need to pay up. And now the producers of The Matrix are doing the same thing. They're suing HBO Max because of Warner Brothers deal that they have with HBO Max that all of their theatrical releases will first stream on HBO Max. Yeah. And Matrix is only made $10 million in its first Ooh. weekend. And I mean, I mean, for anyone who's a 90s, 2000 baby knows. I've actually famously not seen a minute of The Matrix. I've never seen a minute of The Matrix either, but I know that like yeah, it makes a lot of money. And I know I've, that it dominated yeah. pop culture for probably two years too long. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a nice way to tell yourself, oh, this is the reason why our movie didn't do well. But I feel like part of the reason the movie didn't do well is because... What is not uh doesn't maybe it didn't seem like an essential addition to the story, um. And it's also, a trilogy for a reason. It's a trilogy for a reason. Yeah, but like I do think that like people, sh- yeah, the streaming does play a part in it. Mm-hmm. I think the pandemic plays a part in it. Yeah, oh, definitely. So I do think like all. I that mean, combined, also you want his I mean, but yeah, that? that's not HBO Max's fault. Never forget about Movie Pass. Oh my God, Aaliyah! Never. I couldn't forget about Movie Pass if I tried because you won't ever Never stop talking about it. Forget about the golden days of Movie Pass. You ran the city. I when ran you had the Movie city. Pass. Yep, I was up on. I was everywhere. The world was your oyster. Crown Heights, Williamsburg, East Village, East Village, Upper East Side, Upper West Side. You couldn't stop me, Chelsea. Washington Heights. Washington Heights. Anywhere a movie theater was, I would be. Baby girl was. <laughs> because you know why? She had an unlimited movie unlimited. for $10 a month for how long did it last? Uh, probably like nine months. No. Was it that long? It was It was a minute. It I thought minute. it was like you burned so bright and fast. Well, it, within that nine months, they started to alter the subscription and that's when it started. They were love bombing you and then they switched the game up on you real quick. And it was, yeah. The first change came with like, you couldn't pre-order the tickets. Um, God, what were the changes? Well, first it was like only certain theaters. Then it was like only certain movies. Um, only certain times. Yeah. It became to be a nightmare it to was try a, and see a movie with it, you. It really was. <laughs> you were like, can you meet me at, the, <laughs> at 2, 2 a.m.? At the Alamo? <laughs> Come to Times Square, 2 a.m. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to see the fault but in our stars. We're all yellow. <laughs> yeah. And, do you have- <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then it was like, 
I think you could only see like three movies a month. Yeah, that was like something that like is that. When you knew the end was near. Yeah, I was like, no, no, no. Baby girl was seeing a movie every day. Son, every day. No, literally every day. Aaliyah oh, texts me. You want to see a movie today? <laughs> okay. I don't have movie pass, Aaliyah. I mean, I don't know why so. you didn't get it. It was ten dollars a month. <laughs> but anyway. I think the the theaters they're they're really struggling right now. I mean, that time when we went ice skating in what was that Central Park? Yes, that was cute. That was very cute. Was that December? Yes. And we were right in front of the Paris Theater afterwards. Yeah. We had a pretzel and a hot dog. Mm-hmm. I had a hot dog. You had a pretzel. Yes, that's true. Um, and we saw we were like, oh, do you want to see a movie? Yeah. And Mother was. What's the movie called? Not Mother. Not, not Mother. <laughs> uh, the one with Olivia Coleman. Oh, Lost Daughter. Lost Daughter is yeah. playing Mother. Mother. Uh, <laughs> you look like my black mama. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah, I know. Lost Daughter is playing. And then something else. That was and they playing. were both on and they Netflix. Were, yeah, you're like, oh, they're both going to be on Netflix in two weeks. You're like, never mind. No, no, no. They weren't going to be on Netflix in two weeks. They were on Netflix at that no because or like last order didn't week. premiere to like yeah. okay okay, okay. But yeah i'm gonna have to fact check okay, okay whatever but yeah but and so we were like well no yeah how, do you have any interest in um seeing batman which is only in theaters no i mean not even to support our queen zoe kravitz zoe's more of my duchess oh she's okay. not exactly queen status sure, sure, yet sure. um not really no i mean spider-man was only it will be on HBO Max in two weeks. Yes, it will. It literally will. Even yeah. if you have to like yeah. rent it. I mean, Spider-Man was only in theaters and they're about to like break the record for they're about to surpass Avatar. Wow. So like, really? Are you saying that like Batman has the possibility to like have those I kind don't of know if Batman has the possibility. No, it's not going to yeah. surpass Spider-Man. No, 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 no. But I think Spider-Man is a good example. Like people will still go to the movies but it's yeah. going to be harder for those smaller indie movies or even not even exactly. smaller indie movies. Like, uh, I mean, like I mean, marry me like the JLo movie with Owen Wilson that's coming out. That was originally going to be only in theaters, but there that's being added to Peacock because yep. they're so worried yep. that it's going to bomb in the box office. And then people are just going to think it's not good and, and completely just, forget about yeah. it like this way, at least maybe like. You know, buzz, a couple more yeah. million people can see it and it yeah. can actually create like some sort of buzz. Exactly. I mean, my mom was going to watch it. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to watch Marry Me because it's on Peacock. Yeah. But I never was going to go to the suit. But that's basically because it doesn't look good. Yeah. But like an example of a movie I probably would have gone to see in the theaters if it wasn't on streaming. It's like that new rom-com with um, Jenny Slate and the guy from 50. See, the thing for me is that it's not about home or theater it's not like the theater is bad i love the theater the theater is great it's an experience you get the popcorn you get the diet coke it's Mm -hmm. great Mm -hmm. but like i would just really rather watch a movie at home see i don't necessarily feel that way i know no 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 and i know you don't and i think a lot of people would disagree with me but that's what i'm saying like for me like saying like no i won't go see batman in theaters isn't like the biggest like indictment against batman what could get dara to the theaters well the thing is is that one of the positive takeaways of the pandemic is now like there is no theater everything See, i don't think that's positive but for me, it is. For you, a movie lover, a movie pass, a, uh, you know, veteran. An audiophile. Yeah. Audio cinemaphile. You cinemaphile. love the art of going to the movie theater. Yeah. You love to make me a day the, of it. Me and Nicole Kidman. And I do, too. Yeah. But I would rather watch it at home. I and I wonder if the movie theater mm-hmm. is about to become as sporadic as yeah. going to the actual theater for people. Oh, and it wow. will be like, do something like, you know what? Do you want to go to the movies today? Yeah, I mean, I think it is. Do you want to shove about three pounds of popcorn in your mouth in the dark? That sounds glorious to me. Yeah. I mean, I think it's ultimately all in, like if, um, what are those things? If, what's up? What's a Warner Brothers called? 
What's a Warner Brothers called? Like, what are those things? What are they called? Like, uh, I don't know. Like, what are they? Production companies? You know. Studios. They're movie studios. studios. That's what I mean. If studios, like, they could really band together and be like, we're going to get the theaters back on the ground. And, like, we're just going to put our movies back in the theater. And we're not going to do this anymore. Yeah. But. But if there's more money to be made with them streaming. Yeah. Is then, there? I don't know if there is, though. I mean, then what happens when a movie like we talked about before, like Last Duel? Yes. Rented it on Apple TV. Mm-hmm. Next thing it's I look up, it's on, on HBO Hulu. Max. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times yes. that's happened. Or, you know, you'll rent it for like the $20 price because it's yeah. in theaters. And I always say to myself, well, I would yeah. rather watch it at home. If yeah. I went to the theater, I'd spend $50 anyway. Let's just spend $20 here. And then I look up and two weeks later, it's available for $6. So like yeah. w- if there isn't money to be gained from doing that, then why do I yeah. keep like, why does it keep happening? I mean, I, I agree with you where, when in, when the option is like, I guess we decided with the Netflix example, if it, if it's available to rent at home, but it's also in the theaters. Yeah. I'm definitely going to choose at home. Yeah. Like most nine out of 10 times, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know where we're going with this, but, but, yeah. but if it, if there's something that is in theaters and not on streaming, then yeah, I would. Then you'll, I would go. Then you want to go to the theater and I wouldn't wait for it to be. It yeah. was a really good movie. Like that piqued my interest. Yeah. 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 But I don't know. Maybe it's because the last movie we saw, or the first movie we saw, like when I things know. were quote unquote back to oh normal, God. was together together, and we didn't like it. That was a serious disappointment. Mm-hmm. I thought it was gonna be a sure thing. What did we see afterwards at the Angelica? Don't remember another movie that. Oh my God! Remember, we always forget. We always forget. And oh oh re- oh! Nine people, nine strangers. Oh, nine days. I like that. I liked it nine too. days. You actually didn't really was like it. Zazie Beats. I what initially you you weren't that crazy about it no I liked it it was a nice story it was a nice story it was interesting it wasn't esoteric don't tell me like I didn't like it like you like to gatekeep come to this place for magic we come to AMC theaters to laugh to cry to care because we need that all of us that indescribable feeling we get when the lights begin to dim Okay, moving on. Do you want to gatekeep a Zazie Beetz Um, Kim Kardashian. <laughs> I'm not trying to gatekeep <laughs> anything. <laughs> um, Kim Kardashian is on the cover of Vogue. Every U.S. Vogue. U.S. I, Vogue. I think that needs to be said. U.S. Vogue. Yeah. Okay. Alone. Every episode after every episode, I say we cannot talk about the Kardashians again. I've given up. And every day we go back to the table, we're like, "But they just did this." So I've given up. I'm putting it. my hands up to, <laughs> to God. God. <laughs> like, yeah, just me take too. me now. Okay, because the reason I talk about this is a to kind of work like to break it down. Yeah, break it down. But because last week we talked about what Kanye is doing oh publicly. Did we talk about it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. We talked about it last week. Okay. Yes. Um, Yeah. He's the, his Instagrams. He's basically publicly. um, I don't even know. Declaring his love for Kim. Love. I would not be the word I would use. I mean, that's what I'm just saying. What he's saying it is. Right. He's trying to. That is what he's doing. He's trying to get back with Kim. He still says that she's his wife. He says he's never seen any divorce papers. He's saying that he bought the house across the street from Kim. He's not going anywhere. Bringing my kids. Yeah. But but it's also okay. So he's silent. You ain't going to keep me from my kids. Declaring his love for her. Air quotes around love. A hundred percent. But also criticizing her like her parenting well yeah that's what like he's not like doing a good job no i know i know i know yeah yeah Yeah. so he's posting things on instagram like why is north uh on tiktok like how can i stop my daughter from being on tiktok uh, against my will like Mm -hmm. all this stuff like it was getting crazy and then Kim, finally, who has been ignoring him and trying to pretend like he is not a fly around her, finally had to, like, post something on her Instagram story being like, I really wish Kanye would uh, stop these these public actions and we can talk about it uh, privately. He can answer his. uh, She threw a little shade. She's like, he could answer his third attorney um, this year. Um and so then, re- so then today he posted a picture 
of Kim and the kids and said from the Vogue photo shoot. Right. I didn't realize when I saw that picture of his post. Yeah. That that was from and the photos the Vogue. were just released today. Yeah. Yeah. It was a picture of her, Kim and the kids and said like what does it say like get my family back Please together. God give me my family back. Yeah. Okay. So this is crazy because Kim Kardashian on the cover of US Vogue alone. Alone. I have to say this alone. I can't even believe not even a kid. Not even a kid. Not even like a hand. Like I just thought maybe like a hand holding her. Not even like a big designer with her standing next to her yeah, or something exactly. like that. Balenciaga or whatever. Solo dolo. Okay, because when she was first on the cover you of you. Balenciaga. Mm-hmm. Well, that's her. Uh, I know, but is that like a person who's like I'm alive sure, right now? Well, I'm sure there's a creative director. Who well, is. I'm sure that that job does exist here. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> Fashion. The last time, the last the time, last time she was on the cover of US Vogue was with Kanye, yeah. and it was a big deal because everyone was like, "Oh, this goes back to us like talking about like how he created Kim 2.0." Yeah, like Kim at one point couldn't even go to the Met Ball because she could only go with Kanye as his plus one. And then they cropped her out the photos. And then they cropped her out the the photos. Okay. So her only, the only reason people saw that she was on the cover of Vogue was that it it was because she was with Kanye. Right. On the cover. The fact that she's now not only with him as his wife legally, but the fact that she's now on the cover of US Vogue at a point when like one, at one point Anna Wintour like wouldn't even utter her name. Yeah. Is like insane yeah insane i personally think the pictures look amazing yeah they're cute okay they're cute they're cute i mean you're throwing so much shade i think they're just okay uh they're pretty standard aesthetic you know one with a severe bun um yeah i mean her long black hair is at this point kind of like her signature look yeah that like it's just this is too much for me which one with the severe like bun yeah that one is also giving me a little too much black fishing that one and the one with the gold yeah that one for sure was yeah Yeah. i mean and now we say it i actually yeah um but i mean i don't know you think that vogue just like throw shade at her i don't think that vogue truly fucks with kim i think that the way that they present her in these photos i think for vogue these photos are pretty lowbrow really Mm-hmm. i feel like i haven't seen a good vogue cover in a long time and i actually think that this is like one of their better ones recently i know but like something about the way they have her it's just all the stuff is very poignantly one step above fashion nova to me oh not fashion nova because like i feel like they're trying to make kind of like a statement about what her aesthetic brings what is that like this one in the orange dress yeah that yeah that is glasses yeah i actually probably like like that one the most but i still feel like like wearing a valentino gown like i don't no of course like it is highbrow fashion, like the but the pe- something about the way that they're presenting her to us, the viewer, uh-huh. seems shady. Okay, I don't really see that. But or maybe it's Kim bringing her own aesthetic to Vogue. I think that's more what it is. Because I mean, like these photos with her kids. I mean, that's like pretty crazy for Vogue. Yeah. Well, th- that's like a a signal. It's like oh. We have to show her life because that's what people are interested in. Like, yeah. And like, especially with the whole Kanye narrative right now, like you have to show her family. Yeah. And like her family without Kanye. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what Skims is um, valued at 3.2 billion? 3.2 billion. Wow. And then she's also relaunching her KKW makeup line. Oh, wow. Which I... I think it's smart. I always thought it was crazy that she never really had yeah, that she, like, a makeup line because uh, she was Kylie like, Kylie, get the jump on her. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, Kylie, get the jump on her. Okay. Well, ex- speaking of people who need to get the jump on. Yep. Um, Thandy. Thandy, Thandy, Thandy. Thandy Newton. Thandy Newton. Um, she's out of, she's absolutely out of control, mate. Yeah. Absolutely out of control. 
She's moving she mad. She did this video. Yeah. Where she apologized to dark-skinned black actresses for quote-unquote being the one that they chose. Yep. For not being able to represent them. For taking their <laughs> roles. For taking and their men. Their men. Taking their not men. Not their men. <laughs> their they're men. Um, her husband is white. Her so husband is white. I don't know whose men she's <laughs> I'm so confused at that. And, you know, said that she's sorry to dark-skinned women because they look like they her look mama. Like her mama. <laughs> she says when I see women who say I can't represent them, she says, I, I, you look like my mama. <laughs> you know? Um, we'll play a clip of it here because you really you, need to. You have to hear it. You have to hear it for it. yourself desperately to apologize every day to, to, to darker skinned actresses to say I'm sorry that I'm choked, I'm the one chosen my mama looks like you my mom looks like you and she It's been very painful to have women that look like my mum. Feel like I'm not representing them. That I'm taking from them. Taking their men, taking their work, taking their truth. Um, but what the hell was that? Oh my God. Okay, not only does she say that, she also so Fanny Newton, for those who don't know, is British. And I won't touch if you couldn't tell. I wouldn't touch I won't not gonna touch what go, goes on across the pond with quote unquote, as they say, mixed race, because they seem to have a lot of issues. A lot of issues. And they've got their own battles. <laughs> they got their own battles. We've got our own battles. So I can't fight theirs. Yeah. I will get into that. Um, go with God. Go with God. Fanny Newton, she's British, she's half white, half black. Um, she talked about how when she came over to the U.S. to start acting, uh, she suddenly discovered she was light-skinned. Yeah. Um, but in England, she was considered dark-skinned, darker-skinned. Well, so she says. So she says, yeah. Um, and that she actually, this is her words, actually received more prejudice for being light-skinned than she ever had for being quote unquote and as she, she kept using air quotes around black and i don't know why she's using air quotes around black yeah the air quotes were problematic baby girl you're black like i don't know what i to don't know what to, tell, to you. tell you well there's something that happens like when oh this like horrible way yeah that mixed or lighter skinned black people talk about race yeah Almost as if they're like not, not black, yeah. Or if like black people are like really foreign to them, mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. like sorry that there's been some like mix up that they possibly <laughs> get like confused as yeah. them, yeah. And it's like almost like you sound like a white person. She a hundred percent. How does. does this happen? And like. The configuring of black people in your oppression in Hollywood. Is that an actual joke? No, babes. No, babes. That's not the move. Because it it makes me uncomfortable to see, first of all, a light-skinned woman, like, first of all, crying. Crying like that. Sobbing. Sobbing like that. Apologizing for I don't know what. Because it's like, listen, I'm not trying to say that you you haven't just received any discrimination for being black because you are of course you have right but the problem that i have is a you're accusing black people of that discrimination that prejudice against you but and also you're talking no one gives a shit no one gives a shit and you're also talking like i think like obviously it's just like you have to check your privilege which is like I know it's such a tired but thing feel, to say. Wait, but you like, feel like she was saying that? No, no, no. I feel oh, like no, she I, needs to because yeah. it's obnoxious to hear you complaining about your plight in Hollywood when, as you kind of acknowledged, you've gotten the longer end of the stick compared to darker skinned women right. who 
struggle much more in Hollywood. But instead, she's seeing the other darker skin actresses who are being shut out of opportunities that she gets. And instead of saying it's so fucked up that Hollywood gives so few roles to black actresses. And it's so fucked up that when they finally do give them to black actresses, nine times out of 10, they are lighter skinned or mixed race. Mm -hmm. That's so fucked up that if I get chosen, it's usually because of my light skin privilege that I'm getting my texturism and my featureism. That's why I'm being cast. But instead of saying like, it's so fucked up right. that I hardly get to work. And when I do, it's just because I'm light. Instead, yeah. she's mad at the other women who are getting rejected and passed over because she claims what? They're mad at her? Yeah. No. Like, what? who are you apologizing for and who's asking for this apology? But, like, instead of, like, when darker skin actresses ask their lighter counterparts to talk about colorism and talk about the way that it affects like all of them in the industry. Yeah. Why instead of being like, yeah, it's fucked up. I wish I could use my privilege for more. Like I, I mean, need to start like directing and producing shit so we can actually like cast ourselves. Exactly. It's like, why wouldn't you be like, I, I'm now in a more fortunate position where I have a little bit more power. Yeah. So I try to use it to open the door up to. And tell the stories about how other women were rejected. Right. To show them, to show people how fucked up Hollywood's casting process is. Mm-hmm. And like, like, what? like, I feel like another example of someone who does it way better is like Zendaya, who yeah. is also mixed and certainly light skinned. Um, not certainly certainly uh talks about how she goes after the roles that are typically for white girls yeah and uh was it yara or was it zendaya was it yara shaheed who said that she was offered the role in black panther and turned it down you i know it wasn't zendaya it might have been yara one or no i think it was a mandala Oh, we were just talking about her and how mm-hmm. she kind of fell off. Yeah. Ooh, maybe she's wishing she took that role. No, she's so cruel, right? No, she, I'm right. And I respect that girl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Amanda, who said she was offered the role uh, in Black Panther and thought it should go to a darker skinned woman, and it did. Yeah. Uh, like, those are the kinds of things. And the women, those two, they're young girls in far less uh, positions of power than Fandy Newton. Yeah. Um. It's like there's a way you can talk about it. Yeah. And, and be I'm not about saying it. you have to like give up. I mean, giving up roles is like a point in your career that like if you get to, that's yeah. great. But I mean, like that takes a lot. Yeah. 100%. Um, but like, I think you should use like. But I mean, like, Fanny's had other problematic stuff besides just this. Uh, well, that's what I was like. I, when I saw that video, I was like, first surprise, but then I was like, oh yeah no because then i remember that interview and i showed you i was like she's been like saying weird things about race for like a while and i just i think like maybe like so she did an interview in just last year and i think like something about the difference between like the uk racism and the american racism has her head spinning yeah because I don't know if, like, the American racism is just, like, so much louder than the British racism. I truly don't know. But it makes her think about herself and her race in the context of Hollywood, like, really, really freaking weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, she can't process. Right. Can I read this this quote from the Vulture interview? Yes. So she was asked about Halle Berry. They're, I guess, put in conversation a lot. Um, and she says, uh, she's so cool, man. I'm sure she has all her own things. We're very different. Quite interesting that we both have one white parent. I'd like to just look at that. All these black people in the public eye who are black and you don't think about their white parents. Like on my Instagram, it's always my mom. I don't put my dad up much and that's because I want black people to feel that they can trust me and feel safe with me. That I'm not a representative of this establishment that degrades people of color. All of my fucking career, I felt like to black people, I am not a legitimate black person. That is really, really weird. Yeah. What are you talking about? First of all, um, you don't think about their white parents. Okay, that's weird. I don't know. Why, why am I thinking about their white parents? But also, she's missed a big thing right there. and she, But she has said it. But she's not... She can't connect the dots. She connected the dots. 
that's a great question, Thandy. Why are all these black people in Hollywood mixed? Is it maybe because of white supremacy, the only letting in mixed or light skinned black people, especially black women? Right. We're on to something, Thandy. I know. Let's keep going with it. Connect the dots a little bit more, baby girl. Um, and then to say, I want black people to feel like they can trust me and feel safe with me. What? Yeah. That makes me feel weird. You want to babysit me? <laughs> right. And then, I mean, then she just openly says it. I feel like I'm not a legitimate black person. That's on you, baby girl. Yeah. That's all no, you. That really is on you. That's not know. my responsibility no. or anyone else's no. responsibility to legitimize your blackness. Yeah. And like a lot of black people don't think you're a legitimate black person. Why? Because then later she talks about how after she played Sally Hemings. Yeah. In a really weird movie that like basically like glorified the romance, the romance oh, yeah. of Thomas Jefferson and his 14 year old slave. slave. Yeah. Um, you know, to Thandie's credit, she was like, that movie was messed up. Like if I could, I'm paraphrasing, yeah. but if I could go back, I think that she, she stopped short of saying she wouldn't do it, but that she would like do things differently. Yeah. I personally don't think we need that movie at all, at all. but you know, and she said, you know, she had, I think she was like 21 at the time, very yeah, little experience yeah. in Hollywood. Like it was a, a trash movie, but it was also a different time. Like we don't have to burn her at the stake yet, mm-hmm. but what she did say is that like she ran into Spike Lee and right. he had like, you know, I, I think, you know, in her mind, he felt some type of way about that movie, yeah. but she stopped short of saying like he like confronted her about it, but that he isn't exactly banging down her door to work with her, which is also like, okay. Yeah. Are you banging down his door to work with him? Right. Also, like, like Spike Lee also kind of problematic. Oh, super problematic. <laughs> He's not he exactly great to black women. <laughs> oh, a slew of issues. Yeah. But like that's, but like why is like that one experience with a black person like, oh, black she, people don't think she, I'm a legitimate. Yeah. She, she takes that one, one thing that maybe happened. Because he didn't like your shitty slave movie. Yeah. And she's like, oh, this must be how all black people feel, feel about it. And she even says in the Vulture interview, any black Americans yeah. who want to check me about it, go ahead. Do it. Like, or what? I want to check you about nothing. That's fine. I ain't about to keep barking on a bitch. And I'm about to do nothing. Moving on. Bye your life. Bye. Oh, my God. Astral World. Oh, my God. Just real. Brief. Just real quick. Like, real, quick, real brief quick. update. Like. There's a huge mass class mass. action lawsuit going forward with Astro World. Yep. Travis is getting sued. He's probably fucked. The Kardashians are trying like crazy to clean this up. He was out partying with Kanye. He's trying to keep up appearances. Yeah. Him and Kylie had their baby boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was a boy? It was a boy. It's a boy. Mazel. Yeah. Um, but I don't I don't see this working out for him. No. Like you and I were talking about like how concert insurance works we couldn't no figure it out no idea we don't know yeah but i know that there's like i mean he's getting what? sued with live nation there's 400 lawsuits combined into this one and thousands of victims multi-billion dollar yeah lawsuit? and they're suing for billions i mean i don't know like if kylie can cut the check but <laughs> how is he gonna recover from this i don't know financially financially and his career yeah i'm more yeah more looking at it career wise i don't know like he's kind of been definitely been like laying under the radar right yeah. now except like his appearance with kanye recently was like kind of the first one yeah but even that's like dark yeah because kanye right now is yeah it's dark, like do so you really like, want to like add darkness to darkness yeah. like that's like the last person you should be seen with yeah i don't know i feel like this might be like he maybe just like I think he's gonna still have a career, yeah. But it won't be as mainstream as he was or was heading towards. Yeah, I don't know. It kind of depends on I think the people who are willing to continue to co-sign him. Obviously, Kanye is, but like, is Drake gonna like keep his distance? Like, yeah. Um, I don't know. Like the pop girlies, but he, he didn't really ever quite do like no. pop girly stuff. No. Yeah, I don't know. Time will tell. Time will 
tell. And time will tell about Whoopi as well. Whoopi, Whoopi. I hope she's using these two weeks for good. Yeah. For like a good maybe like history lesson. Yeah. And to look at maybe a new point of view. Yeah. But um, and she'll take some time. No, it's and she'll take some time to enjoy the view. Enjoy the view. Yeah. That's yeah, the yeah. sign off. Okay, no, but seriously, she like really needs to like read some books though. Yeah. So Whoopi. Yeah. If you haven't heard, Whoopi got suspended from the view yeah. for some really fucked up things she said about the Holocaust. Yeah. Um, apparently in Whoopi's mind, the Holocaust was not about race. Nope. That um, it was just about human evilness and that both the Jews and the Germans were white. Yeah, baby. Yikes, my guikes. Yikes, my guikes. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, any standard eighth grade social studies course would have taken you through, like, the complexities that are World War II. But, yeah, yeah. I know it's, like, a little confusing because, like, today and maybe 2022 United States, you know, are certain uh, Jewish people considered white? That's like a different conversation for a different time. It's a very different conversation. But if we're talking about the Holocaust, pre World War II Germany yeah. and Nazi ideology, yeah, babes, they thought the Jews were an inferior race. Like they wanted to go apeshit on them. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard Hitler, about the final solution. They literally studied slavery and, and looked in at Jim Crow laws and was like, hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was about race. It was a really crazy thing to say. Yeah then let's be truthful about it because the Holocaust isn't about race. No. No. It's well, not about maybe race. Maybe ethnicity. Well, yeah. they no, consider it's Jews about, a different it's, race. But it's, it's not about race. It's not about well, race. What is it about? Because you, it's about man's inhumanity to man. That's what it's about. But it's about white supremacy. Um, what's so funny is that, like, the reaction of the other women when she was saying it, they're like, they were like, wait, 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 wait. Oh, you know, it's like, whoopee. it was such a like, you know, when's like, just in the moment, you're like, you're like, wait, did I quite catch that right? Because when she first said it, the actually the conservative host, I don't know her name. The little blonde woman who's yeah. next to her. She says, oh, it, when she says it's not, a, it wasn't about race. Yeah. The uh, conservative woman goes, right. And then she goes, wait, no, what? <laughs> yeah. Like she like immediately tries to backtrack. She's like, wait, 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 I ain't not touching that with a 10 foot pole. Yeah. And Joy even, who I think in the moment was kind of caught off guard too, d- yeah. didn't push back like as much as like Joy usually like kind of gets into yeah. it. Um, she was probably parsing her words. Yeah. I mean, it was a, it was such a crazy kind of confusing thing to say that I could understand like in the moment being like, what are what's you happening? Yeah, exactly. But like Whoopi's always been weird about. Yeah, race. she's and pretty like, weird about race. I remember like when she first got on The View, like I'd see a couple episodes and like not even like necessarily about race, but like Whoopi's opinions on like a lot of topics are just like weird. Like her view. I think it took a lot of time for people to adjust their uh, idea yeah. of Whoopi like after she got on the view yeah because totally. she's like not as like warm and cuddly as I think like <laughs> that was her persona beforehand yeah and then like she came on the view as kind of like a staunchy crunchy like older lady yeah she she um she gives me major like I got through the door I'm not holding it open vibes yeah and like for example the new uh, Amazon show Harlem starring Megan Good. Yeah. Whoopi's in it. Okay. And she plays um like the head of like Megan's uh department at uh-huh. Columbia. Uh-huh. Megan's uh like an adjunct professor. She wants to be a tenured. Gotcha. And Whoopi's the new head. So yeah. like Megan's like really wants to be like wants her to Whoopi to mentor her and yeah. kind of looks up to her and is like oh my god like a black woman like head of my department like I got this yeah. like blah 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 and like Whoopi is very much like no you don't got this mm. like you need to prove yourself 10 times like more and like but like does it in like an even like not in an encouraging way uh-huh, uh-huh. And, and a very much like I got here and I'm not holding the door open yeah. like that's very much her character and I was just watching it with mom I was like I feel like this character is like not that far removed from who Whoopi really yeah, is. Yeah, that's probably why she wanted. And she to was, and mom was surprised that I was like, no, I, 
I don't think she's maybe necessarily as cold as they made this woman for comedic yeah. effect, but I was like, I don't think it took too much for her to tap into that. Yeah. But like her weirdness with like race, like when she dated Ted Danson in yeah. the 90s. That was not great. He dressed up in blackface to roast her. I think it was like her birthday party. Yeah. And yeah. like made jokes about her cleaning his parents' house. And he ate watermelon on yeah. stage. And like in blackface. Like said the N word. I mean all oh my God. Like yeah. dozens of times. And she stayed with him for another year and defended him after yeah. he did it. She said, said it was she wanted him to do it. She said it was actually brave that he did it. Yeah. So, so that's brave. that's you know that's right there we gotta like I mean that's fucked it. up yeah if you want your white B- boyfriend, boyfriend to dress up in blackface yeah on your birthday oh my god I mean I know slave play is popular right now but like <laughs> that is literally something out of like no it is and like that's why like when you were like uh after you saw it and you were like it like kind of like is weird to me because like Jeremy O'Harris like dates primarily white uh, men and I was yeah. like yeah you don't think like he be on some freaky shit like on some like freaky yeah. racial fetishization like that's what some like you know that's what happens when you mix black and white you don't get you everything don't get, uh, yeah you don't, you get, don't get everything, everything. sometimes you get too much <laughs> <laughs> too much of the you know um, but yeah I actually thought it was crazy that Whoopi went on Stephen Colbert later that night, the same day that she said that shit on the View, and like oh double down on it, yeah, and was like, Stephen, wh- whose idea it's was not th- about race? <laughs> <laughs> like, whose idea was that? Like, oh, I was gonna ask you that. Okay, do you think it's just a coincidence that she no. went on? Okay, then if that's the case, if like the View like booked it on some like emergency like cleanup, then why did she double down on it though? Why wouldn't she have like an like that's why I was like, was I this don't a know. coincidence? This maybe is so she thought maybe she thought she was going to explain it mm-hmm. and that she just didn't explain it right the oh, first time. That, and that yeah. she was like, Okay, wait, give me another opportunity. Okay. Instead of the show I'm on tomorrow, which is kinda weird. Right. You're literally well, on they had moved on. That was the view. No, okay. New view. New view. Yeah. Um, let me just explain it one more time and then people will get it and they won't be mad at me. Yeah. Nah, nah, son. That yeah. wasn't how it was. I'm sorry. I know we like kind of. I freaking hate all these late late night talk show hosts. I know. They are but just I like, like. I think I like Steven, even though I've never watched one of his shows. Anytime <laughs> I see a clip of him, I think there's something like he has like a very gentle kind of Ben yeah. Crosby. The only one, the only one who can stay is John Oliver. Honestly, I don't count him in that yeah, same category. Definitely a different thing. That's a whole different thing. One he's only on once a week, and it's Sunday night. He's not. That's so different. Yeah, but it's just like they're always. Oh yeah, that's really different. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, I get it. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Moving on. Like, I just feel like if I was a host and I was just always being used to have some person who said some racist fucked oh up. Oh my god, shit, being used. Well, I know oh, they don't yeah. see it that way, but that's the problem that they don't see it that way. It's like, yeah. I wouldn't want Whoopi to come on on my show to talk about this anymore. Yeah, I'd be like, no, tell her to make an Instagram post about it right i don't care like, like, no, i don't, don't that bring that shit show. over here he's like that's what i feel like. yeah and the fact that they don't feel like that way it's like um, it's like jimmy fallon like he, he d- making you know tossing donald trump's hair like they're all just like the devil's little like play, like workmen yeah honestly yeah i said it late night show hosts are devil's workmen mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. why there's three of them mm-hmm. four four but you know i don't know yeah, exactly. That's why they're all white men, too. Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy. Jimmy, Steven, Jimmy. Steven and James. James. Who, Jimmy. Who's practically a Jimmy. Three, oh okay. Three Jimmies. We're going to find out Steven. Steven. What's Steven's but That's why name. Steven's the good one. See, that just proved my point. There is three Steven evil Colbert. ones. There's three evil ones. They're all Jimmies. And then Steven what is about, the good what one. If I, what if we found out that Stephen Colbert's middle name is Jimmy? That'd be okay, insane. Okay, that would be crazy. Then I would believe in the Illuminati. Oh. Oh my God! Do you know what his middle name is? Tyrone. Tyrone. Is that how you pronounce it? Am I pronouncing it wrong? T y r o n e. Oh, he is from South Carolina. That's true. Oh boy. Oh, you passing? He could be. I could see. Oh my God! I saw a TikTok today about some girl who had just discovered that her grandmother, who passed away, had been passing her whole life. Oh Lord. Talking about she's uh, exploring her new identity now. Please don't. 
Please don't. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna stop you right there. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh god. Okay. I don't even want to know what that starter kit looks like. <laughs> like okay. <laughs> this is your Murray's. No, that is not a toothbrush. That's for your edges. <laughs> yes. No, it might be confusing. I know. Yeah. yeah. We'll we'll get through it together. Um, but another. But like talking, thinking about like Whoopi who. What we're saying, like, she kind of got through the door, doesn't hold it open. Yeah. Like, Monique, um, in an interview, talks oh, about yeah. her. Monique, who really kind of holds her ground and honestly stands for something and is, like, not willing to take, like, but can I also be honest second-rate treatment. Monique's oh, kind it. of virtue signaling. Oh, I don't think she does. I think she does it in a really humble way, actually. Okay, see, I don't. I actually think, like, while I agree with Monique's sentiment, mm. in some ways, I think she's just as full of shit as with Whoopi. Oh, I think like a lot of time when Monique's like, oh, like this, this and that, it's like really just because she wants hers. And then but she uses like the black community to like be like they're doing us wrong. Like how is like Netflix not giving you 20 million doing me wrong well yeah. like do you know what i mean like when really rich successful people do that yeah, like course. kanye does that a lot too but in an even darker more sinister yeah. way I mean, kanye who at one who just two months ago was saying that slavery was a choice exactly. is now out here talking about how they're trying to take black men exactly. out, of the fa- out of the home exactly it's so manipulative and yeah. crazy now i don't think that's what monique is doing i think monique is genuine yeah when she's talking about these issues but i think you just have to be really careful when you're talking about millions of dollars in contracts to, of course to be like, but, i mean Derek, two weeks ago th- we were talking about jennifer lawrence and her five million no i'm not Oh, no. Talk about pay disparity. Yeah. Talk about the racial discrimination on top of the sexist discrimination that mm-hmm. you receive 100%. But I'm saying, like, when I was, like, reading the article and she was talking mm-hmm. about it, she was very much like, oh, like, I want to, like, Whoopi doesn't want to leave it open for the sister. Like, I do. But mm. it's like, okay. But, like, you've been in the industry for, like, 30 years. Like, don't just talk yeah. about what other people should do and what's not being given to you and how it's affecting the black community as a whole. I think that that is a little like weird sometimes to com- the way she conflates and the way she talks about it. Like, do I need to give a p- specific like no 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 example? Because like I will. No, I mean I I understand where you're coming from. I just feel like you are forgetting about charm school. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, from black woman to black woman, I got another love for you, okay? That's true. So I don't know what you're talking about. She's not helping other black women because she started yeah. charm school. If you Which is actually really problematic. <laughs> I really hope that you're ready for the can of orange you just opened because if you think that you're not going to have to find a clip now oh, of charm school. I not so you're not going to have a confrontation because from black woman to black woman, mm-hmm. I don't have nothing but love for you, sister. Really? Nothing but I got nothing but love for that she, one. You, you didn't show Sis. her that. You never... Okay, but talk about what Monique said about Whoopi. Yes. Okay. In this interview, the interviewer asked her, when you appeared on The View, Whoopi Goldberg told you, I'm going to stop you. Because this was when she was on The View talking about how she had been blacklisted by Daniel Lee and Oprah and Tyler Perry. Right. Because, sorry, side note, woman was nominated for an Oscar. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah, like 15 years ago. Um <gasps> But she was talking about how she was blacklisted by all three of them, which she was, and then got shitted on by with a shitty Netflix deal, which is fucked up, and yeah. she should be getting paid a lot, lot, lot more by Netflix. But yeah. she was talking about how, like, when she was promoting Precious, uh, Lee Daniels and Oprah made her pay for her own accommodations, her whole travel, like, all this, yeah, that's like, up. bullshit. Yeah. And uh, Whoopi said to her, I'm going to stop you because contractually, when you make a movie, regardless of who you sign the deal with, your job is to go and promote said movie. Mm-hmm. She continued saying, and we had this conversation. And I said, if you had called me, I could have schooled you on what was expected. Now, Monique goes on to say, when I sat on that platform on The View, I felt sorry. I had empathy for my sister, Whoopi Goldberg, because of what you're saying to me is you must work for free. I could have schooled you. The very thing I went to The View to speak about is the very thing I experienced on The View. Mm -hmm. You gave me three minutes to talk about inequality while I was there the whole show. And you're saying you could have schooled me. 
What was you going to schooling going to be? When I look at this woman, you say is our icon, our legend. She is. But how many things has Whoopi executive produced? Whoopi Goldberg has always been the help. Not the help. Not the help. And I say that humbly. Like, that's what I'm talking. Yeah. That's kind of like what I'm talking about. That's a fraction. Yeah. Like, no, you did not just call Whoopi the help. Yeah, that is so good. fucking disrespectful. That, that is disrespectful. I agree with that. Okay. And she, and then she's going to finish it. And I say that humbly. Right. And that's what you're talking about. She'd be humble. Well, no, that part. No. But I do understand being pissed. And like, then she wants to talk about she's been doing this for almost 30 years. What have you EP'd? Not what if you EP'd. Okay. I mean, she's talking about how she, you know, she wants to, I mean, she did throw shade about how uh, this is the woman who accepted Ted Danson and uh, Ted Danson and Blackface. Yeah, she ain't never going to live that down. No, she shouldn't. No, she should Apparently, like, Vanessa Williams and Halle Berry were, like, there that night and they oh were my pissed. God. Could you imagine? No, I couldn't. I would be viscerally Oh my God, to be in that room, yeah. Whoopi Goldberg on stage, Ted Danson in blackface. You look over and you've got Vanessa Williams and yeah. Holly Berry. I mean, what? Yeah. Oh Mind explode. Yeah. I mean, I just think it's complicated. Like, I think Monique and Whoopi are kind of, are in very different parts of Hollywood. Yeah. To be fair. Yes. They, I think their experiences are different in a yeah. lot of ways. Same, probably the same in a lot of ways, but also very different. Yeah. I think they probably have more in common than not. Yes. But I totally get what you're saying about like being in different parts of Hollywood. Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't know. I think it's complicated. I think Monique definitely maybe ha- feels like she was dealt a bad deck. Yeah. In a lot of ways. Yeah. I mean you brought up Oprah. I don't know. You don't want to speak on Oprah. Something sometimes I'd be side eyeing Oprah. Oh, me too. I mean that that Russell Simmons documentary thing. Yeah, her pulling out of that at the last minute. Yeah, that never sat right with me, and I still have some questions. Yeah. So when I see Oprah, we're gonna. You're sitting on ready. I'm sitting on ready because Oprah, I will not be silent, and I will not be silent. You ain't got such a need for that smoke. Oh, I do. I'm psh. You ain't. Psh. <laughs> Gail, 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 you gonna fight through Gail? Okay, Gail, Gail has all of my respect. Okay, Gail has my respect. After the takedown of Robert Kelly, yes, Robert, <laughs> sit down, Robert. Robert. <laughs> um, okay, I think we're done. That was a great episode. Oh yay! Uh, it kind of flew by, but yeah, I really, it's been dragging on for me. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of We Might Be Overthinking This, but I'm Aliyah Rahim. And I'm Dara Rahim. Bye. 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 Review, subscribe. Just can do it. Tell you to make a TikTok. You make a TikTok. Make a TikTok. TikTok.